Okay. Uh, thank you very much for coming. Um, you know, it's interesting uh, when it comes to Islam. And there are many issues uh, when we look at, 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 at Islam. So uh, what I want to uh, try to do is to give us an overview. But the best way to start um, is to just have a feel of what motivated you uh, to choose this session. Uh, it's an interesting thing because uh, your expectation here has a lot from the next 30 minutes that you are going to be here. And I, I really uh, would not want a situation that your session here is not a memorable one or you have not a, uh, something that you want to take away uh, to go with. Um, so I would like to uh, explain some basic principles and overview and uh, I would uh, open up maybe uh, for a time of interaction uh, so that we see those that we cannot be able to answer, uh, fine. And uh, uh, those that we can answer, then uh, we will. Can we have more light in the room? Or is that the whole light that is, is here? Aha, better, so that, yeah. <laughs> you know, so thank you very much for that. And, uh, but before then, can we go to the Lord in prayer? Holy Father, our desire in communicating with the Muslims is not our choice, but to us is an act of obedience. May you help us, O oh Father, our Lord God, that we understand your mindset and our responsibility as regard to taking the message of salvation to these people you love who are sincerely wrong. We love you, Lord. Direct our minutes ahead direct our interactions. Holy Spirit Divine, help us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Maybe one or two person that, uh, who can tell us really why he chose uh, to come to this session. One or two. Maybe one or two from here on this side. Any other person? Yes. I live in the city in the south, the southern part, and we have three Somali grocery stores, a Somali restaurant, mm -hmm. and I work with Somalis in other areas as well. Wow. And, um, I was a missionary in Ethiopia for 26 years. Right. Now I come home and find the mission field is down the street. I want to know how to communicate with Muslims. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Um, we'll come back one here. I saw back this side. 
uh, who can tell us why you chose to come here this morning? Yes. Yeah. Feel came back home. Yes, and then we'll take one more here and we'll, we'll continue. Yeah. Right, right. Great. You know, especially those of you that are in the United States. You did not go to the field. Now the field has come to you. All right. Yes. Uh, one more this side. Yes, sir. Right. Right. You know, in Peter chapter three, verse fifteen. Can someone uh, read that? First Peter chapter three, verse fifteen. Can someone read that? And that's where we are going to start. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15. Yet with gentleness and reverence, yet with gentleness and respect, with gentleness and respect. Uh, I, I think, <coughs> uh, I think as, 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 as followers of Christ, as believers in Christ, the important thing for you to know, the scriptures urges us to give the reason of our belief to anyone that asks us. And if you uh, take the great command and the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ summarized the Ten Commandments into two. The first four of the Ten Commandments, Jesus Christ said, Love the Lord with all your strength, with all your heart, with all you have. And the remaining six laws, he summarized them as, Love your neighbor as yourself. In fact, the Bible in another place says, Greater love has no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And if you love the Lord with all your heart and with all you do, as according to the scriptures, then Jesus Christ said, if you love me, obey 
my commandments. Your acts of communicating with the Muslims must therefore be rooted in obedience, in what God asks you to, because he, when he was going to heaven, when he rose from the dead, Jesus Christ that pre-existed before creation, when he came to earth, he is God that came to earth. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, pre-existed before creation. God in Jesus created everything, things we see and things that we could not see. He created them all. Man chose to depart from God in his own volition in his own way, because, in fact, the, the, the critical, everything that God created, God spoke them into existence. But humanity got God involved. God made man in his image. And that's why all the things that are spoken into existence might cease. But us, humanity, that were made in God's image, God, there is no time that God ceases not to exist. Therefore, there is no time that once we are created, that we will cease not to exist. We will live forever. And the basis of our communication is not for the temporal life that we see, that vanishes. In your efforts to communicate with the Muslims, you want to communicate to that part that lives for eternity. And several times we get occupied, we miss the mark. Jesus Christ now said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He said, Go therefore, go. The going is the evangelism aspect. The going is the communicating aspect. But what do you communicate as you go? What is your message that you are supposed to communicate as you go? Very, very vital. Your message really is not your methods. Your methods are not your message. Your method is not what you communicate to the Muslims. That is not what you are asked to communicate to them. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ told his disciples when he said, I will empower you. He came and said that, listen, do not go until you receive power from on high. Until you receive the Holy Spirit. 
Now, Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 tells us, And you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Your methods are never the message that you need to communicate with the Muslims. Your strategies are not the message that you are to communicate to the Muslims. The beauty about communicating with the Muslims is that irrespective there are about, in fact now there are over a hundred, but there are about 72 different doctrinal beliefs in Islam. What the Sufis believe is different, of course, beside the major difference of the Sunnis and the Shias, both the Sunnis have doctrinal school of theology. Both the Shias have doctrinal school of theology. Irrespective of their school of theology, the beauty about the message is that for every non-believer in Christ, for everyone that is not created anew, for everyone that did not experience the rebirth, for everyone that is not sealed with the spirit of the living God, the message is one. And the message is at the foot of the cross. God himself in Christ reconciling humanity back to himself. No prophet will save. In communicating with the Muslims, don't run into the problem of debating or arguing. The message is not your own. <coughs> the message <coughs> excuse me. The message is not your own. The message, you have a delegated authority, you are representing God. You are Christ's ambassador, you are God's ambassador. On behalf of God, you are delivering the message for humanity to be reconciled to God. Make no mistake, God's judgment will be upon you if you edit the message of salvation. You have no right to edit. Whatever you are communicating to the Muslim, make sure that it's rooted from God, the true message that he intended to deliver to people. He intended to deliver the self. Now, listen, sometimes we are ashamed because we think the gospel is too hard to present to the ears of the Muslims. Be like Paul. He said, for I am not ashamed of this gospel of Christ because it is what? It is the power of God that can save everyone that believes. Are you greater than God that you think the message is too hard for the Muslim ear to hear? Let's 
not go to the point of appeasing the Muslims. I, I, I think there is no time, but I would have let you know uh, how the Muslims see you. You think the Muslim uh, likes you? You think the Muslim is there uh, to be your friend? By what he believes, the Muslim, he relates with you at arm length because the doctrine of his belief told him that you are his enemy. You are supposed to be killed. That's the mindset. And several times we, do, we come with the mindset of a spirit-filled person thinking that that is also how the, the Muslims see us. <coughs> I don't want to go into the politics of saying, are we serving the same God? I face these questions with a lot of scholars. And <coughs> I let the Muslims answer the question. <coughs> My God. Okay, thank you. <coughs> so, I tell the Muslims, what I have is God. And I said, if we are serving the same God, Jesus is more than a prophet. Jesus is God. And I tell them, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Because he was from the beginning with God. There was nothing that was created that he, God, did not create. That word in verse 14 became flesh, full of grace and truth. God is truth. Jesus Christ said, I am the way and the truth. The Bible tells us that, Hear ye, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. In Romans we are told, if you believe in your heart, it talks about that Lord. That Jesus is Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, Hear ye, O Israel, that the Lord our God, the Lord is one. In Romans chapter 10, If you believe that this Jesus is Lord, the Lord our God, the the Lord is one. If you believe that this Jesus is God, that is the root of where at the foot of the cross you are saved. <coughs> at the foot of the cross you are saved. 
You can't edit the message. We are not serving the same God. Because Allah is not Jesus Christ. The scriptures was clear on that. Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. All the fullness of God dwells in Christ Jesus. Hey, please, I don't want pictures, sorry. <laughs> yeah, please don't post the pictures. Uh, I'm a wanted person, so no social media, I, uh, please and please, as much as I, I share with us. All right. Uh, take your notes and uh, say it your own way and put it on social media. It does not change the truth of the scriptures, but we are wanted people So with some of our groups here. So I really appreciate if you don't put it on social media. But, you know, Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. All the fullness of Christ, all the fullness of God dwells in Christ Jesus. I like Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. All the fullness of God. There's no time for us to explore that. We are talking about communicating with the... Make no mistake. First, what I said, you can't edit the message. Because, what, you know, you have no right to edit the message. And you cannot appease people because you feel the message is too strong. It will break your relationship once you give them the message. Then don't go. Don't be unfaithful to the message in order to please a human being. Who would you respect, God or man? <coughs> the disciples were very clear on that. What do they do? Do we please people or we please God? It's your own choice. Uh, there are skills that you need to learn in order to communicate this message in a, in a way that a Muslim can understand. And that one we have it in Streams in the Desert Ministries. And very shortly, hopefully, it could be online that you can learn. It's transferable. <coughs> it's transferable. But you cannot. You cannot. Second thing to note in communicating the message, the God that saves is not the God of the Muslims. Because Allah is not Christ reconciling the world to himself. Make no mistake about that. There is no two way about it. <coughs> you can feel comfortable to say we are serving the same God. But uh, that is not what is in the mind of God. Because, you see, the, 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 uh, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, All the fullness of God dwell in human body, in bodily form, in Christ Jesus. And Allah is not, Allah did not come in Jesus. I'm glad I don't have the spirit of Allah. You know, because it's very important. In Corinthians we are told, if I am talking with a Muslim, he cannot quote the scriptures to me. Because the scriptures said, everything in the scriptures to a Muslim is foolishness. So I, I showed, you want to use the scriptures? 
Okay, please. If you think there is anything in the scriptures that speaks and even give you authority to talk to me from the scriptures, look at what the scriptures said about you and the scriptures. It says, everything in it is foolishness to you. You will not understand it. No, don't listen to anybody who is not a believer that tells you anything from the scriptures. He is unqualified, unfit. If you are hearing anything from a non-Christian from the scriptures, you are negating the principles of the scriptures. The scriptures say everything for a non-believer, the scriptures, as he tells you, is foolishness to him. Why do you listen to foolish things? The Bible says he cannot understand them. Are you greater than the Holy Spirit that you think he is telling you the truth from the scriptures? Even the devil quoted the scriptures. Even Satan quoted the scriptures. And you know who he quoted the scriptures to? He quoted to Christ. Foolish man. He's quoting the scriptures to, to Jesus Christ. And yet, the principle of stopping a person who is foolish, quoting the scriptures to you, you follow the examples of Christ and say, it is written. It is written. So you show him it is written. This is folly to you. You can't quote it to me. Shut him up. If he has anything to tell you, he should tell you from the Quran or from the Hadith. He's not qualified to understand the truth of it. First, he has to receive Christ if he needs to know the light of the truth of the scriptures. So all that you are trying to communicate, I will show you four principles on how to do it. Four principles in communicating with the Muslims that you become faithful to the message. The first principle is prayer. What do you pray for? Uh, first of all, know that you are in a war, in a spiritual battle. Know that it is not you at work. You are a representative that is carrying a message. So know that you are going into people that are spiritually blind. A blind person, no matter how bright a light is, it does not make sense to him. Are you listening to me? If you bring a blind person and folded his, uh, folded his eyes, or you leave the eyes and put all bright light here, does it matter whether there is light or no light here to a blind man? Sometimes we assume, we assume that they understand what we are telling them. Because the Holy Spirit has enlightened our mind. But the person is blind. So you pray that their eyes be open. Pray for open eyes. Now listen. They are dead. Jesus Christ asked us to go and raise the dead. The power of the message.
message of salvation raises to life. They are dead. They are dead. You pray that they will be raised to life. Now listen. You remember when uh, uh, last night we, we even had the this, this story of Lazarus. Let me ask you a question. Does dead person here, a person that dead, does he hear when you talk? Very important principle here. So what is it that makes the Muslim to hear the word? What power was there that Lazarus, a dead person, had the voice of Christ? The Muslims will only hear one thing. You raise them from the dead. They hear the, the power of the word. The power of the word. The word has power in itself. The word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Jesus Christ said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. The words that I speak to you are spirit and are life. They are not methods. They are not strategies. They are not testimonies. They are not visions or dreams. They are not the identity of my organization or my church. The words that you communicate to the Muslims must be the word of God. That is that has the power to raise them from the dead. You have no authority to really uh, uh, edit. You don't. You pray for their spiritual blindness. You pray for them to be resurrected, to be alive. You pray. For the environment, you pray for access, you pray for boldness, you pray. There are several things that you need to pray for. I mean, in our training, we have five levels of training. Each level is uh, 40 hours. And we found out that wherever you really go thoroughly through the training, your life and ministry uh, increase its own effectiveness uh, towards reaching out and discipling the Muslims, winning them to the kingdom. And this is where most Christians get it wrong. Love. Love is not appeasing the Muslims. Can you, can you believe that the church is wasting a lot of resources trying to appease the Muslims and they will tell you don't speak the message of salvation to them? Because they will be offended, because that's not what we agreed, because that's not our framework, because that's not our strategy, that's not our tradition. And you are wasting God's resources. Why can't you take care of the needy within the body of Christ? Why take it to, to uh, non-Christians, appeasing them? You think through your 
appeasing them, you are doing act of it's not act of love. If you through act of love, what you do through act of love actually is trying to meet their felt need. to which you have been called to. Don't just uh, separate goodies to them. It does not work that way. These are people who are sincerely wrong. Listen, when you go to a Muslim to present the message of salvation to him, you know what comes to him? You are confirming what his parents and loved ones told him when he was growing old. Because there are five practices in Islam and five belief systems in Islam. One of it, we don't have time, I will stop in the next five minutes to allow for interaction. You know, there is just no way I could add, give you the whole perspective of communicating to the Muslims in just 40 minutes. But I just highlighted the overview for you. Now, the, the idea for you, many Christians go with the mind that, you know, these Muslims need to hear this. He does not, no non-believer, no non-Christians want to hear the gospel if you do not know. There is no unsaved person that will come to be saved. It does not work that way. And remember, the mind of the Muslim is poisoned towards you. You are object to be destroyed, to be killed. That's how he sees you. And there is doctrine of Tekiyah. That doctrine, he is allowed to lie to you in order to have more access to you. He can lie to you. So for those that are appeasing the Muslims, thinking that that is good works, is you are deceiving yourself. They know you are infidel. You need to be killed. Your things belong to them by right. You don't even own it. It's their own possession. So he has been prepared and told that as he grows, some people will come to them, they will tell them that they should leave Islam, that uh, uh, Jesus, who is a prophet, will save them, that Jesus died on the cross, that there is three God, don't believe them. Now if you go to the Muslims trying to present Christ, you are making reality the warning of his loved ones to his heart. So actually, any time you go to the Muslims directly to present the gospel, as you communicate, in his mind he's not listening to you. He, you are confirming what he was indoctrinated with, that you are an enemy. So automatically he rides on his guard. 
Now, for you to have access to his heart, that is the issue of what? Love. You meet a felt need in various forms. It's not that you are giving him anything, but find out a need that appreciate or whatever that you have access to him. Because you need to create a platform of trust first. And the next thing, I didn't do justice to this. There are many things. But the next thing is the scriptures. It is only the scriptures that have the power to save. Don't talk about methods, strategies, testimony, visions, or dreams. It is the word. The salvation is defined in the scriptures. Communicate the message that says, The word. Christ said, My words will not go out and return to me void without accomplishing the purpose to which it has been sent. If you have access in his heart that he can, your testimony or strategies or method does not have power to save. What has the power to save is God's word. Once you get acceptance, speak the God's word. It's like fire. It's like a uh, hammer. It consumes. It destroys the world that he raised. Give the word to his heart. That's what you want to communicate. The cross. Bring him at the foot of the cross. God in Christ reconciling humanity back to himself. There is in the scriptures. We don't have time. I'm just giving you an overview. Number four is have faith. The Bible says whatever is not of faith is what? Is sin. God's word is able to save. Walk on it. Walk on it. Walk on the plans that the word of God is true, is powerful, is living and active, is life, is fire, is hammer. Throw it into the man's heart and look at what describes salvation. You don't have power to edit it. Message of salvation is universal. It's one. God in Christ reconciling humanity to himself. Color is not. What you believe is not an issue. The message is one. Don't edit the message. You have no right. Be faithful to the delivery of the message. Don't be, you are not more than God. That you are more sympathetic. Like some people don't want to say Jesus is the son of God. Or God the father in order to please the Muslims. What kind of foolishness is that? What of? I, I tell the Muslims, okay, you are having struggle that uh, Jesus is the Son of God. I am God's child. I'm, he gave me the authority to become his child. I am his son. So what have you to do? Why are you not arguing that I am Son of God, but you are arguing that Christ is the Son of God? You know, so please never edit the scriptures just because you want to please or appease the Muslims. You can't save. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever will lose his life for my sake and the gospel will find it. 
don't appease. Well, our time is almost up. There are more, but these are the principles that you need to communicate. And I said, the overview, there are so much. Let me take one or two questions and then we will be done. Yes. Absolutely, if they are true Muslims. Absolutely. Now, listen. First of all, one of the challenges that the, the church has in communicating with the Muslims is that once we go, we tend to give the solutions to the Muslims without letting him know what the problem he has. No Muslim knows that he is a sinner. The inherent sin is absent from his mind. No Muslims really know the God that can save. In fact, he does not even know the problem between man and God. So, but Christians, we go, be saved, be saved, you are a sinner. The person says, I didn't kill anybody. Why are you telling me I am a sinner? The Christians tend to present the solution without present explaining the problem of humanity to the Muslim mind. And that's where we get it wrong. So they think it's a competing of idea. You want more people as Christians than more people as Muslims. In Islam, in the mind of Muslim, Islam does not work like Christianity. Islam is a community of belief and you are part of. Unlike Christianity that I chose to believe, you chose to believe, Together, we are a community, we form the church. It's as a result of individual commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. In Islam, it's not like that. By default, I am a Muslim because I am within a community of belief. And rebelling to that community of belief, I should die. It's rebelling against God. If you rebel against that community of belief, you are rebelling against Allah. So, no matter what you hear, uh, uh, it's just like uh, the system the devil was, uh, was telling Christ in the temptation. Oh, I know you are this. I will give you all of this. Uh, well, I will give you all. Of, did you see how they come? No matter how they praise you, look, Accept your praise from the scriptures, what God said about you, not what people will say about you. Alright, we don't have time. Let me take one more. Yes? Can you recommend some books and authors that are, can give us more information? Um, I, I, I wish I would, but the issue here is that explore and learn by yourself. Because God has called each one of us to meet our neighbors. So, usually, what I found out that books actually are not from practitioners. Books are from researchers. 
those that go and hear stories and make permutations and tell you that this and this will work. And in practice, it does not translate on the ground. So I think your effort through prayer and discovery led by the Spirit is greater than any book. So thank you so much, and uh, I really uh, appreciate your time. And I continue to ask that the Lord will uh, be with you and guide you. And let, let, let me pray with us. I have some few people from the Ministry of Streams in the Desert. We came from Nigeria. And uh, we'll just be at the corner. If you have any questions, then we'll attend to. And uh, I'll give it over to my brother, and then uh, let's pray. Father, you know I'm unable to communicate. You love the Muslims. You commanded us to love them. You create in us the desire the urge, the skill, the knowledge that we find ways that we are faithful to the message of salvation, not appeasing anybody, but not going to people in our excellence of speech or philosophical wisdom, but only you crucified that can save us. Thank you for the privilege. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.